Welcome to the Embody Your Design podcast. I am your host, Amy May, 6'3 Emotional Manifesting Generator. I am obsessed with human design and mindset tools and using them to create a life beyond my wildest dreams. My goal with this podcast is to bring you human design and share stories around how you too can begin to embody your human design. What is talked about in this podcast are the thoughts and opinions of me and my guests. I'm always welcome to feedback should you have any. Thank you for being here and let's dive in as we embody our human design one conversation at a time. excited to have Alana Heim here with me today. She is a 1-3 projector and she owns her own business, the Prosperity Alignment. Uh, we connected through like a mutual connection um, and she uh, co-authored a book and I just discovered that she has co-authored a few books and of course we're going to talk about it but um, yeah, do you want to introduce um, yourself for, um, for the audience? Hello, everyone. My business is Prosperity Alignment. That's really my inner soul essence. And I love guiding clients to align who they are with what they want. And that's to create sustainable prosperity. So I love diving into helping you understand yourself so you can flow with your own river of prosperity to have the things that you want to be the person that you really are and to enjoy life along the way. Awesome. So I'm just curious, like, how did you get to um, creating your business and this, uh, this purpose of like that prosperity alignment? Like, how did you get there? I have over 20 years being a certified public accountant, and I'm also a certified financial planner. So this is the fun part where usually people hear you're a CPA, you played with numbers, like they're boring, stuffy, um, usually introverted, all these things that we can stereotype CPAs to be. And I guess what I've really discovered is that I had to go into that industry to understand it more intimately so that I could jump out of it and then begin to exit these systems and these programmed ways of doing things and being so that I could understand how to help humanity shift consciousness, especially around prosperity. So I found human design, it's been about seven years and that was the game changer. That was the piece where I was totally working as a generator in that industry, billable time, you had to track every minute of the day and be billable or not. And when I realized I'm actually a projector, I'm not here to be the doer. And I left it all behind, said no more. My husband was the one, he's also a projector. He was the one who said, okay, this isn't, this isn't for you. This isn't what you want to do. Go create something else, go do something different. And I didn't quite know what that looked like. It's still evolving, but the more I dive into being who I'm here to be, the more God source is basically guiding me along the way to explore and realize I'm actually a healer. I can sound channel now that I'm here to support people with really diving into the spiritual side of money 
to go deeper into the relationship with it, their emotions, their fears. And I have the strategy and all the technical of the 3D financial world, but what people really are seeking is this bridge and the merge into this ascension area where we're going into the 5D and money and prosperity, everything's changing. And that's, that's where I'm the projector here to be the guide to help people make that leap. Oh, I, I love that. And I love how you talked about, you know, bringing in your human design and learning that you're a projector and you had been operating as a generator. Um, what are some of the steps that you took maybe um, like in the beginning part? Because I know it's not like overnight that you leave, leave your, you know, like accounting job and just dive into, you know, business, like what are some of the like maybe beginning steps that you took from uh, like deconditioning that generator mindset to like really embodying the projector? Yeah. So when we hear that projectors need rest, that's true, but I have other kind of aspects where I'll even dive into the variables and my environment is actually more left brain. So I still need to be active And I have a split in my chart. So I was very much conditioned to operate from my head. So the channel was 6447 versus living in my emotional willpower energy of the 3740. So what that means is being in basically a career where people come to you for your knowledge And I could live in my head, I could exit where things had been in the body, I could disassociate. The pieces that were important for me to recognize was that I'm here to feel and be human and to move into that space. That's huge, right? Like that's such a transition just in the sense that not saying in the financial industry, we're not human, but we kind of just treat everything as protocol and procedure. And here's what you need to do. And you have to plan your life and follow this rule and follow this way of doing. And we lost sight of the being. So for me, it was going inward, going and being with myself and following the things that I was being drawn into. So reigniting my one, three profile, I love to learn. I love to investigate. And towards the end of my career as that typical CPA, I was finding that I was starting to dive in to research and learn. And I think for years that got shut off. I I didn't have time. I was supposed to just be at my job and, you know, work on people's taxes or help them with tax planning and estate planning. But really once leaving it, it's like I gave myself permission to simply follow what I was excited uh, to learn. And so that led me to new skills. It led me to going deeper into human design and following the energy to see who am I and what are these experiences I'm having? So for everyone listening, it's, it's those inner knowing pieces, whether you are a sacral type and you have that gut instinct or you have the emotional wave, we're here to really listen to ourselves, to honor what's showing up, what we're being called forth into. And I feel like sometimes we hear that piece. We know 
where we want to go, but at the same time, then more deconditioning stuff comes up like fear and authenticity. And what will people think if I go in this direction? And this is, this is totally different. And who am I becoming? So I don't know. I just saw it as more of the play, having fun and exploring. Oh, I love that. And like you brought up so many good points, like a lot of people that I encounter who, when they first learned about human design, they try to fit themselves into their type in these like pre, like these like generalized statements around, you know, like projectors, you don't have energy and you need to rest and uh, like generators, like it's like, go, 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 do, do, do. Like I'm a I'm a manifesting generator, but my environment arrow points to the right. And I also have an undefined root and my motivation is innocence. So it's, I don't feel that drive to do, do, do. Whereas like you're like, okay, no, I'm like meant to take a little bit more action. And there's so many more pieces to the human design system than just the type and I'm so glad you brought that up because I think so much so many of us just get caught up in looking at these pieces individually instead of looking at everything as a like cohesive whole like of your whole like being um and there's like so much more to that uh so I, I love that you brought that up um and just to like, as you've been on your journey for like a lot longer than I have, I've been in this human design journey for a little over two years now. Um, and I feel like I, the more I talk to people who are more experienced, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm such a newbie. <laughs> but I, I love like uh, tapping into your guys's wisdom. Um, how do you like, there's this like very um, like structured, like numbers, this like process-based like accounting and like CPA and then like there's this like human design embodiment like how do these how do you like fuse those two together like what is the relationship between them the undercurrent of energy energy is everything we know that and it's the energy of money and really that plays into the the energy of who you are and I guess the part where I saw, well, I was indoctrinated like we all are to follow the rules and follow the system. And there's this huge rebellious side that has been coming forth. And the more that I've left that industry behind, the more it's opened me to seek why, right? To seek what you don't learn in the financial systems. What they teach you is just follow the system. This is how it's done. This is why we do it. And you just kind of, you just do it, right? You you file your taxes, you do all the things and you plan for retirement. And what I keep exploring is this notion of, well, when you're really misaligned, yeah, that sounds great. (laughs) And we'll follow along. But when you're really aligned with who you are, suddenly you might not ever think of retirement right? Even as a manifesting generator, you're supposed to build and work and do and all these things. And if it's misaligned, absolutely, you're counting down to a retirement date. But when you love what you do, you're never going to leave it behind because it's who you are. And even being this 
this projector essence and this type, I love guiding and supporting others and to ignite possibility and transformation in ways I don't even have to do anything, right? Like it's simply me being myself and walking into a room and standing in that and helping to share energy to, to move people in ways that they need it. I'm not going to want to retire. I'm not going to want to let this go. And I'm also not going to want to be controlled by other systems and other things that tell me who I am here to be. And that's what I'm really seeing for everybody. We're in a time where, yeah, we haven't really looked holistically, you know, like we have our medical systems that want to piecemeal you and say, go see this specialist, go to this person who can help you here. Oh, I don't know how to do that. You know, like that's why you go to them. Whereas there is this bigger picture of you can have your chart and you can know there's these pieces of you, but I love diving into the integration of really seeing yourself come alive and to see where there's these experiences you've had over your life. And a lot of them are going to be of that physical world. So me being in that structured place in, in my career, I've been in it my whole life. We all have. And what we're all seeking is that other side. We're seeking the spirituality. We're seeking the understanding of that synchronistic serendipitous force, infinite creator. Like we're seeking to really understand that. And the more we live it and like move towards it, it just gets louder and it gets more robust. And suddenly you're realizing the strategy that you're using in the structured system gets even easier when you integrate more of this human design, understanding, energy, healing arts, any of it. It's the other piece. It's almost like the missing part of ourself we've been seeking. So for me, it just, I, I see the big picture. That's where I live. I love to help people to kind of go out there into the big wide world, the big universe, and then come back and even take action and integrate so that they're living it in that physical plane too. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's, it's almost like, like, like from looking at human design, it's like every person is unique in their own embodiment and in their own energy. And so it's taking these it's allowing or teaching people how to come back into their own energy so that they can live like their best life and they can like, and I, I really, um, I love what you said about um, when, when we're really truly embodying and like doing what we love, like we're not thinking about retirement. We're not thinking about like, oh my gosh, when can I be done with this? Like uh, we're, we're already living our best life. We're not, we're not waiting to, um, like to take those trips, to have those experiences that we want to experience. Like we're living it already. So then, um, we almost like, don't, we may not even necessarily like need to be preparing like all the retirement accounts and like worrying about like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to have money. Like especially like if you own your own business and stuff, you're, um, 
like you're always like that money is just always going to be like flowing and coming and it's just going to be like this prosperous and abundance like let me know if I missed anything but that I at least that's what I got out of like what you shared which was just so beautiful so beautiful yeah it's that quality of retirement and, and this is all I saw for 20 years people who worked so hard right? Lived the typical human way, living the dream, which really is not a dream of go to work, pay the bills and just struggle through life to the point where sure they hit retirement. Now they're in retirement and their health is depleted. Their energy is depleted. Their money and resources may not be depleted, but because they live their whole life in scarcity and that depletion exhausted aspect, which is kind of interesting how I, I see it and am grounded in it because that's the gate 40. Um, and when we're really in that shadow, it's more this exhausted piece. So I see that they were so exhausted energetically and they had the resources in retirement, but now they don't know how to spend. They don't know how to enjoy life and enjoy their resources. And so then they got into the hoarding aspect and you know not wanting to use it holding on to it because what if they don't have enough and then they also wanted to leave a legacy so some would live very meagerly just so they could pass on assets resources to their heirs but that meant they really never enjoyed life they never really stepped into owning it and claiming it and living it and that's the part where I'm like oh my gosh this is all the financial industry tells people to do is plan for retirement, plan for that day. And it's like, I just can feel it. We're not living, right? We're not truly living in and proclaiming it right here, right now, and doing the things that you would want to do right now. And you have the time, the energy, the health, whatever it may be. It, yes. Okay. Yeah. So good. Um, do you, what, like, this is something that like, like money and human design, it's something that like I've looked into and I hear different things. So I'm, I'm curious, um, is there anything in your human design chart that um, relates to like how you're meant to like attract money or like manifest money or your relationship with money? Um, having the defined will center is really huge because not everyone in the population has it. It's one of those centers that's actually pretty undefined for most people and being this projector, having willpower, I see how it's sometimes this conflict, right? I'm here to guide you. I'm here to guide the audience. And yet I have this aspect of value and worth and this power of I right? So there's times when I've recognized I'm here to share through my own experiences and also as a one, three to help people step into valuing themselves to know what value really looks like. And this, this piece around value, it's, it's the self-worth, but it's also the money aspect where we do have resources. It's can be mostly that tribal energy and wanting to manage it and take care of it to ensure the, the safety and the future of the tribe. But what I really feel is there's been times in my business when I'm giving and I'm giving a lot and I can feel kind of like 
you know, people don't mean to be leeches, but it feels like they suddenly want to just take whatever you're giving. And I've, I've had to really dance in honoring that balance of not just giving everything away like a projector would, or most of us want to, that my will center will really get ignited to the point where I say, no, no way. I am not discounting. And I've moved to a place where I don't really discount my services. I don't play the game anymore that the whole um, lack and scarcity marketing tactics do, which is buy now and, you know, get this discount. There's no standing in your value to say, you know what, this is what I'm worth. This is what my time is worth. This is what my program is worth. And I love to add additional bonuses, right? If you want to have somebody jump in earlier, I'm going to give you an extra bonus. I want to create more value. And I just see these pieces in our prosperity consciousness, in our financial industry, tactics we've used. And I think by having this will center, I'm here to really stand in it and not um, not let things come in and me acquiesce because there's just it's really fun dancing in this willpower. And I talk about it in the, the stop overworking, start overflowing book, my journey and how I really felt my will center and how it can work. But there is a will. There's such, such a power to it where if you know what you want, that's already the piece of manifestation that's so important. You have to make the decision. The moment you decide, especially having this willpower, is the moment there is no backing down. There is no changing your mind. And the will says what it means and it means what it says. And so it's one of those pieces that I can see in the world people don't operate under, right? Like they they decide they wanna buy a house, but then they really didn't want to. And I know it can sometimes depend on where's their authority and were they really aligned with making that correct decision. But when my willpower being activated with my emotions is triggered, there is no turning back really. Like it just knows what needs to happen. And that means making the investment decision. It means understanding all these pieces. And I think also having the head and Ajna, I already have all of this insight and knowledge on this holistic, bigger picture. So for me, I could always plan with clients financially to dream bigger, to go bigger and not get stuck in the weeds and the details. I actually only have three gates total of the logical circuitry in my chart, which is fascinating because, um, that's where structure comes from. But I also see that's why I could go deeper in in planning, being visionary, and then using two of those gates, which are the nine details, I could then go in and we could look at the numbers and planning in that way. And plus my incarnation cross is planning, the cross of planning, which is, again, there's all these pieces where I can see why I was drawn into the, the field of finances and money, but at the same time, I'm seeing exactly why I'm here to shift all of it. And for us to not just use planning in this structured, logical way, but to see it more as this rhythmic way of being in flow and that we're here to bring harmony and create resources and do things in certain ways that are really aligned for who we are beyond um, where we've ever been.
I love that. And um, you brought up a really good point with the with the Will Center and um, the with the prices and not uh, not discounting things and knowing your value and sticking with your value. Um, I have always felt and. You know, I play around with things. I'm a 6'3 profile, so I, I try different things to see how they feel. But when it comes to other coaches, like something never felt right when they discounted it by like $1,000 for only the next 24 hours. And then the price goes up and I didn't happen to see the post like until there was only one hour left. And I'm like, well, I'm an emotional authority. Like mm. I'm not meant to make this quick decision. And then the, you know, the part of me is just like, but other people are paying less when I'm paying more for like that. It, it, it never yes. sat right with me. Like it just, it just, it didn't feel right. And um, yeah. And like, I tried that, I tried that tactic once because I wanted to know how it would feel for me to do it. And it didn't work probably because it didn't feel right in my body and <laughs> it all comes into play, but you know, I, you know, I needed to yeah. try it to see it, but um, I'm really glad you brought that up because we do have, like, our services are valuable, and there is, like, a value to it, and really being, um, sticking with that and grounding yourself in that, and, um, and playing around with, there's different ways to work with, like, the sales psychology of it, you know, by adding bonuses or, um, or maybe even doing like other things too, just to uh, like get, get people to buy. Because for me, like I need, I know I need deadlines with, mm -hmm. with certain things. Otherwise things will not get done. So I do appreciate like an open cart and a closed cart because it does like motivate me to take that action. But um, it, there's so many different ways to play around with that. Um yeah, it's it's about finding your own energy beneath what you want to offer and connecting, right? Like if I'm going to give a bonus, it's okay, well, maybe I am ordering this essential oil and I want them to have it by a certain time and um, they're going to get that. Or if I just want to uh, give this ability for them to connect and have a 20 minute coaching call, I don't really have that on my my services, but we can get a lot done. And if I can give that away and feel good, because that's, that's the other side, the value, if you're giving things away and you don't feel good about it, then you might, for me, enter bitterness for you. It might be some frustration, some anger, and it's, it's feeling that and recognizing where you've given too much and it doesn't feel good anymore but also where you didn't give enough and maybe that doesn't feel good enough. And everything is this exploration of playing in the energy, whether you're experimental or not, but just finding what's aligned and aligned for who you are right now, that might change next month or next year. And suddenly you realize your value and you are raising your prices, but you're doing it because it's true for you. 
not because you have somebody, some coach that's like, you need to raise your prices, right? They don't, they don't necessarily know you and where things are, but there's just this constant drive to move things up. And that's part of what I've seen too. That's very unsustainable in the way of our world. Um, I see it all tied, you know, the stock markets on a trajectory of 12 years up. Um, if you go to work, right, we want to constantly have pay raises and we're going up, which means in your business, you're going to think you have to keep that up. You have to keep working harder or working to generate more. And that's not the ebb and flow of the universe, right? There are times where we pull back. There are times where we rest, we take time off. There are the seasonal changes, And that's the piece I feel we're missing in our way of the financial world or just being okay, knowing there are cycles and yet we push and push and push. And the more that I can help clients understand their prosperity flow, then they're going to be okay in those moments where maybe they don't have as many clients in a month, but that's because energetically, they actually kind of just said, you know, I need some time off. And the universe pulled back and they get their breather. And then when they're ready to ramp up, they're going to call that in and manifest it. And it shows up when you want it. Sometimes we forget that, you know, we also get to co-create and have a, a play and a say in how things go. Yes, we do. <laughs> and that's, that's the thing that uh, the human design piece is really understanding the ebbs and the flows of uh, of your energy and and yes like everything does have that you know cycle that summer the fall the winter and the spring and everything just flows so beautifully um and i know you but you mentioned that you um like wrote a book and like co-authored some books um I'd love to know about, about all the books. I, um, I work part-time as a librarian. I'm multi-passionate. I'm a librarian, obsessed with books, and also do this human design. So um, you want to share a bit about your books just because I, I want to know. Yeah. So back in 2016, I was a contributing author to the book Abundance by Design. And that was with Karen Curry Parker. And she's my mentor for human design. I wrote the chapter money. So I I really wrote in that chapter, the exact kind of experience of me finding human design, leaving the CPA world, starting my business and some of that deconditioning. That was part of that story. And then I wrote what's money got to do with it. I wrote a chapter in that book and that book was take back your financial power. I think something like that. I wrote a chapter there and that one was a book that wasn't necessarily human design. It was focusing on financial information. So each person wrote a different chapter on finances and I brought in pieces of human design because I really could see how we need to know ourselves, And I think I gave like this example of, I've just seen in the industry where you can have financial advisors and different people on your team and they don't all get along. So usually I see life insurance um, versus let's say your financial advisor. And sometimes the advisor does the insurance, but basically it's like, it's an ego thing. It's like, I know better. My client should do 
this. And so really, I wanted people to understand that you have a say, you have a choice in who's on your team. And if they do not align energetically and you just get that sense, right, this is the energy, the human design piece where don't go with them, find somebody else. It's okay to fire your CPA or fine, fire your advisor. So just kind of going into some of that. And then this recent book is stop overworking and start overflowing. And it's 25 ways to transform your life using human design. And I wrote chapter 15, navigating your energetic currents, a path to prosperity. And so I, it's really cool how we've already talked and you had said, oh, it's like the holistic, the bigger picture. That's really what I, I came from. I told the journey of climbing a mountain and going through climbing this mountain on my own so that I could connect to my will. So I, I kind of dance in what it was like to be in my split between my head and my will and my emotions, um, understanding myself with being a one, three and what that means to investigate and experiment and try things on and then being a projector. And so I weave in all these different parts of myself, because to me, that's the essence of prosperity. It's not one thing. It's all of it, right? It's not that prosperity is this thing you have. It's who you are. And when you really can know all these parts of yourself, you're already in your essence of prosperity that's within you. And it just gets louder and ignited. And yeah, that fun stuff that I love sharing with people. Oh, so cool. I, uh, that's so interesting. Like I, I like, you know, read like, Oh, abundance by design. I was like, but I thought that was by Karen Parker. I didn't realize it was like a co-author book, which just is so much cooler. Um, yeah. It's on my wish list. So um, definitely we'll be checking out that book soon um, because it, it sounds so amazing. Um, what, what is it like to like co-author like, uh, like a book and like work in that collaborative space? It's more the aspect of being on that deadline, I think that's helpful because once you commit and you're in, it's now you got to get this done by this date. And I think that's sometimes the hardest part is just writing in general. And we all have books within us. And we all know, like, I want to be an author. And I already have invitations coming to say, when you're writing your own book, you know, not just doing the collaborative, but it is um, this last book was a really great experience having the publisher, you know, there's, there's times when they'll bring us together, right. To be on this call and to be excited and, and have kind of an idea of where things can go. And really it's just go for it, right. What's coming to you. And it's so fantastic to read it on the back end and to see everybody has this unique perspective, a different story. And even if you think, oh my gosh, there's 25 people writing this, this uh, stop overworking book, we're all going to cross over and talk the same stuff. We didn't, you know? And so you have, I, I really was coming from the place of an empowered projector, which is not the story you usually hear. And I know that was my will center. That was like, we're going to 
say how this is and how it's possible and share all those possibilities. Um, but you had some that talked about business or in their business or helping you to share your message in your own way through your business, or maybe it was relationship individually or within a partnership. And, you know, human design is just this lens you can overlay on everything and everybody's perspective just adds even more beauty and brilliance, which is really cool to watch unfold. Oh yeah. That's, it sounds, it sounds like really amazing, like an amazing experience just to, uh, just to be able to connect with different authors who have like different experiences and and I love like it always works out synchronistically like that you all shared something that's you know a little bit different when you know and most people would think like oh something's gonna overlap but no it it ends up being like we all have our own stories and experiences within us and it's a, like an incredible, uh, like beautiful story that we get to share. And um, what one person says may not hit, but what the other person says could. And it's just, it sounds like a really great experience to be a part of. Yes. And you get to meet new friends and new co-creators have new experiences. And, and even if there is a story that seems similar, maybe you meant you were meant to hear it twice right? Or hear it in this way and this clicked for you versus this other way actually didn't make sense. And I think that's the the greatest gift of human design is even if you are a practitioner or specialist or somebody who uses it to help others, you're never going to do it the same way anybody else is doing it. And you're not meant to, you know? So even if if you gave me a reading or I get, you know, if someone else gave me a reading, it's going to be very uniquely exactly who you are. And you're going to bring out qualities and aspects and see intuitively certain things that maybe somebody else doesn't. Exactly. Exactly. And it, this is coming from this place of like abundance versus like lack. If we're you know, we're, when we get concerned about people doing the same things as us and uh, like, oh, this person's going to be more successful than me and I can't do the same thing they can because they're going to get all the clients or all the money and I'm going to have nothing. But really it's this, we need more people to be sharing, um, especially things that are empowering and around like abundance and prosperity because this is a message that, everyone needs to hear and not, and one person can't, doesn't always communicate with other people. Like everything lands differently. Like we all have, you know, we all have our own brains that filters everything out. And, um, and it's just really beautiful to come from this place of abundance versus this place of like lack when it comes to like sharing your story and sharing what you do, which I think is so beautiful. Yeah. And I think that's the evolution of the, the tool itself because Ra had all of this information, but again, he was the filter it came through. And as more and more people are learning and adapting it, we're moving in consciousness. Anyway, we're all shifting and we're moving to this higher vibration. So too is the languaging. So too is the way we share human design 
it doesn't have to be the poor me victim story anymore of, well, you're a projector. You just got to wait for invitations and people aren't going to see you. And some of those qualities that you just, you hear and more and more, it's, it's like to live into it. I'm like, oh, I want to help the world, but not meant to help everyone. And it's almost refreshing knowing, okay, that person doesn't see me. And to already just feel that, right? Feel people and know they're not my people and that's okay. And and I always have to preface it with yet because as projectors and especially me having had an Ajna, I remember meeting people when they don't remember me the second time, the third time, the fourth time, right? Until the moment they're like, oh, so nice to meet you, right? And I had to learn to not be bitter instead of going, well, technically we've met five times now. (laughs) You're just now seeing me. But to recognize more and more early on, like, okay, they just don't see me. I don't need to spend my energy here. And that that's the gift, right? It's not that I'm losing out and there's something wrong or negative about having this energy type. It's just really seeing it for yourself, living in this experience and honoring it and knowing, well, okay, this isn't really the right group for me, or this isn't resonating. And I go on my way and suddenly I'm going to have more of the invitations that do invite me into the places I meant to be. Yes, for sure. And I love what you said, oh, maybe not right now or not yet. And, you know, the people, the people that are meant to come back, like do come back and, everything is working in divine timing and it's it's just incredibly uh beautiful to watch it all unfold uh unfold like that um oh my gosh this has been so good I always ask this question you know for people who are um, newer to human design and maybe feeling like overwhelmed by it uh, do you have any advice for people who are Um, seeking to get to know themselves like through their human design? If you love to learn, you're going to go down the rabbit hole. Just take in what you can. If you need more guidance and support, and this is, I would say where it's helpful too, just to know, like, how do you learn? And it doesn't have to be tied to the profile, but do you learn better visually Or do you learn better auditorily or kinesthetically? Because I feel like that's going to help you to draw in. Or if you need an actual book and you need to touch it, then go get a book so you can learn. But if you need more auditory, you're probably going to want to listen to podcasts like this. You're going to want to listen to teachers. You're going to take in the information in that way. You might want the reading because you get both visually auditorily, if you want to see the chart as you're doing your reading, having an outside perspective is always helpful, no matter what type you are, because the moment you have somebody else sharing you, you're more apt to actually listen and potentially take it in and have it spark and ignite, let's say creativity, um, inspiration, action, whatever it is for you to begin integrating. And all I can say is integration is always the fastest way to really understand. And I always say, understand yourself because it's one thing to just read it or listen to it. It's totally different to 
have some guidance and support and a way of actually taking in the energy and exploring and playing with it. I agree with you with that. It is definitely like one thing to read about it and it's another thing to like really like embody it and um, integrate it into your life and having someone to support you in that is going to be so incredibly helpful. Um, so for, uh, for people who are like, oh my gosh, I love this. Like, I want to work with you. Um, how can people get in touch with you um, to work with you? You can find me on my website, which is prosperityalignment.com. Backslash schedule is how you can book a session. Backslash calendar, you can book a prosperity breakthrough session. If you do backslash how you can request your human design chart. And then I have videos on YouTube. You can also find it for under prosperity alignment. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook, not so much. And then I have a, a private community as well that usually if you go to my, my website, you'll see different posts and th stuff that can lead you to that space. And yeah. Amazing. And I'll have that all in the show notes for you guys. So you can just click on the links in there, but um, thank you so much for uh, coming on the podcast with me today. Like this has been so good. I've, I've learned a lot um, and I just want to thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. I love being able to share this information and it's fun, right? Like I just want everybody to be their best self, the best self that they already know exists. And maybe they just haven't quite like scratched the surface to see that they're really this beautiful diamond in the rough kind of thing. And it's like, the more you get to see who you are and then live who you are, you're already naturally expanding your prosperity. Like it just starts showing up in ways that you would have never even thought possible. So, so good. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Want to dive even deeper? I invite you to get your human design manifestation blueprint. In this blueprint, you will receive a personalized breakdown of your human design chart and how to use it to manifest your dream life. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. As a special thank you, you can send your screenshot of the review to theamymay at gmail.com and my team will send you a little gift. All the details are in the show notes. I invite you to tag me on Instagram at embodyyourdesignxo with your favorite part of this episode. Thank you again for listening and see you in the next episode.